Warning, the stories you're about to hear are detailed accounts of shenanigans, pranks, and some mistakes that are meant to replicate the sort of discussions that veterans have when they reunite over a cold beverage and do not depict the professional daily actions of the military at large. We hope to make you laugh, but not to disrespect our proud men and women in uniform. Listener discretion is advised. Camo Comedy, where we take a humorous look at the lighter side of military service. We got a big show for you today, but before we jump into it, if you like what we're doing here, give us a subscribe, give us a follow, whatever they call it on your podcasting platform. And while you're at it, give us a five-star rating, write us a review, as that makes us more relevant in the algorithm and boosts the overall visibility of the show. But word-of-mouth advertising is just oh so powerful, so if you tell some friends, I will love you forever. Okay, let's jump into the show. I am your host, Aaron Wolf. Joining me again today is Call Sign Cheeks. Cheeks, I really appreciate every time you come in, man. It's always a blast. I Thanks for being so here. So much fun when I get to be here. Remember, Fucking guys. A. Fucking A. So spread cheeks. <laughs> every Not time, hate. man. Like <laughs> we're anti hate here on this show. Anti hate. Spread the cheeks. Pro baby. cheek spreading. So are you ready for my first story? I'm so fucking so ready. I got, I got a couple of doozies here for you today. So this happened, this takes place about 20 years ago, right? And it was about the time the army went to like a universal beret, right? Okay, it used yeah. to be that the berets were exclusive to like airborne and special forces, people yeah. like that. But then they gave it to everybody at, at one point in time. So there was a younger enlisted dude who was out on the town one Friday night, right? And he was seen in his beret. People were like, the the local guy's like, oh, this guy's special forces. And and the guy was an upstanding dude. So he's yeah. trying to tell these guys like, no, 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 I'm nothing special. They just changed the uniform, right? Yeah. Like, whatever. Some people just don't care. They're like, yeah. you know, so they're buying him shots. And he's just like, all right, if you're going to buy me drinks, cool. Like, I, tr- I did my part. I tried to tell you that I'm nothing special, but Be whatever. Disrespectful not to drink them. So this guy got drunk right this guy was fucked up so he did the responsible thing he drove to the bar just off base and he's like look i'm fucked up i'm not driving back i'm not having an alcohol related incident right so he's just like it's a short walk i'm a soldier boom he walks back to base what we do we walk places (laughs) exactly so he gets on base cool if you've ever been on a military base I don't know if this is on purpose or not, but everything looks the fucking same. Fucking everything. Everything. It's all painted the same. Almost every building is shaped the same, <laughs> same and all that kind of stuff like that. Everything. So, and look, this guy's drunk. So he goes back to his bunk, right? And there's a there's a uh, like a soldier barracks area and you know it's set up in a grid pattern or whatever you know he finds his barracks, finds his bunk, and he's a nude sleeper so he's like, "You know what?" strips naked Fuck and he jumps yeah. into his bunk and no incident right he's like i'm doing the responsible thing yeah i'm walking home i'm sleeping this shit off smart i got tomorrow off we're gonna have a good day now fast forward to morning if you've ever spent any time in a barracks which i know you have oh yeah you're well aware if you're sleeping and other people are awake you're gonna get fucked a hundred percent especially if you came in drunk and probably shit the bed <laughs> Or if you're just sleeping it off and you're just like a little, you know, you're oversleeping a little longer than yeah, oh yeah. What other people were or whatever. Three minutes is oversleeping. Exactly. They just can't, people just cannot help but to fuck with yeah. you. So he starts getting poked and prodded and he's hearing like whispering and he's like, hey, hey, get up, 
hey, get up. And he's like getting, you know, pushed on his shoulder and stuff like that. And he's just used to people fucking with him yeah. in the morning when he's when he's sleeping it off. So he just kind of like turns over and says, shut your fucking cock garage. Oh, no. Yes. And all of a sudden, the way he described it is like my ear started like really burning. And then I noticed that like I was getting raised out of my bunk. And then he kind of like zooms out a little bit and he's able to make out like a very high rank on somebody's chest. And it was not a male. And then you zoom out a little bit further and there is just a sea of women giggling. And mind you, he's fucking naked. Wrong fucking barracks. He wandered into the wrong barracks that just had, I don't know if he was like one block too early or too late, whatever, but he ended up going to the exact same bunk, like whatever that configuration was where he was sleeping and found it empty. And he's like, boom, nailed it. This is my bunk and I'm going to sleep. Like he doesn't mean anybody any harm, but he got it fucking wrong. (laughs) And like, so she, and he just told this senior enlisted lady to shut her fucking cock garage because he thought he was getting pissed with. From yeah. like his his guys that are just in his barracks, right? So they're dragging him out. Of course, all the girls are pointing and laughing. He's just like j- just absolutely floundering to try to get pants up and try to get a shirt on and stuff like that. And she's not having it. Like she's shoving him outside. Get the fuck out of my female barracks and blah blah blah. And she marches him right down to the headquarters building, and he's got to go stand in front of the man and explain what the fuck just happened. Now. It was a harmless situation, right? <laughs> it was an honest mistake. Yep. And these senior enlisted people, they recognized it as such, but you're still going to fucking pay. Oh, for sure. So, you know, he got an ass chewing and he got put on some kind of details. He got put on some punishment and some stuff like that, but he paid his price, right? Yep. And they handled it at that level, right. which is a beautiful thing, right? Yeah, it really is. So, I mean, I guess the moral of this story is, though, if you're going to get drunk and try to do the right thing, <laughs> it might be worth like maybe a double check. You're yeah. like, all right, I think I'm on the right street, but let me make sure. Don't just be like, nailed it and, nailed and dive it. into bed naked. Oh, I because love the confidence. You never know if you're going to be in the ladies' barracks and get, you know, embarrassed the next day. Yeah. So naked I, always, I always love that story. They're the best. I love it. The next story is uh, set the scene with old school military like army barracks right we're talking bomb okay. storage okay so we're talking asbestos open bay concrete oh, that's floor beautiful oh yeah seas of bunk beds right? right well this guy right next to the door of where you would come in everything everything's hot too it's right. never it's never a nice cool brisk day in the military oh, you guys don't have ac None. just in every building no of course not there's <laughs> not zero zero ac well this dude was a uh, a naked sleeper as well, okay. but he was a outside the covers naked sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> so he's adding like another, and our first guy in the first story, at least he was like tucked into bed yeah, and everything no. like that. And you don't get revealed, the big reveal until you tell a lady to shut her fucking cock garage. <laughs> no, this guy, outside the cover sleeper, right. butt naked, and he's sleeping by the door. <laughs> so everybody who has to get up in the middle of the night, go take a leak or something, must, they walk by. Must have been a really proud man, if you know what I mean. Oh, he's like, you, he's showing yes. it off. You can't you can't be sporting a little fella. And, Sounds like he's trying to start a buzz. Right. <laughs> you know? I want people talking about this yeah. fucking monster. Fuck yeah. Fuck you. <sighs> so... Did anybody ever like fuck with this guy? Do you know? Like, did they put like a hat on it or something like that? Where he's trying to sleep like a tiny, like one of those little tiny, like I don't know, like uh, like a bottle topper, like a fucking top, top hat. hat. I think you should have a top hat and a cane. I think yeah. penises should be fancy. They should be like, classy, they should be classy yeah. or something like that. And ladies in the audience, if you would please 
Let us know, like, if you get a dick pic, and if you're into that kind of thing, would you like it to be dressed up first? Ooh, smart. Like, maybe you could get, like, a nice cape, a cane, monocle. A bow tie? A monocle. Monocle would be classic. One-eyed monster, they should have a little something to set it off. Right. I don't know. That's just my opinion, but it sounds like this guy was trying to get a buzz going, and... Yeah. Yeah. Probably got his wiener flicked a few times. listen, I got to tell you this. You and I are sitting here talking about it, so it worked. Fact. Fucking A. Fucking A. All Spread right. cheeks and wiener top hats. <laughs> Not eight. <laughs> yes. And classy dick pics. Classy apparently. dick pics. Um, Don't right. unsolicited sin. We're not no, supporting that. No, no, no. No, no unsolicitation. I said if you were into that, if you're into that, <laughs> maybe you should request dressing it up first. But if you are going to send dick pics, put a top hat on it. Yeah. Be classy. Maybe a nice coat, a yeah. blazer, something. <laughs> you know, give give some local tailors. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> some work, right? <laughs> Uh, special special jobs here. All right, this next this next story is about twenty years old, and it happens on an army base, but a lot of Air Force individuals. Okay, yeah. Okay, so the main character of this story, we're going to call him Bobby, right? And so there is a main character we'll call Bobby. There is a secondary main character we're going to call him Mike, and then there is a lady. We're going to call her Susie, right? Bobby, Mike, and Susie. All right. So they are out at an army base. And on, on this base, they happen to have like a major NCO club. And what I mean by major is like they had a bowling alley. They had like a discotheque oh, wow. kind of a thing. They had a bar, little restaurant, that kind of stuff. And this is just like an on-base, you know, hangout right. for what you're off time and stuff like that. So, Bobby was getting drunk, and he was having a good time, right? Now, Bobby, good-looking guy, he's very charismatic, and he's also fairly bold. And when you mix this with alcohol, it can be a very rough combination to certain people. So, this guy gets a wild hair across his ass, and he just walks his way. He sees that there's a nice couple, Susie and Mike, that are bowling and he cruises on over to Mike and, and whispers in his ears like, Hey, the guy at the front desk said he needed to talk to you. There's some kind of a problem with your lane. Oh, no. And so Mike's just like, Oh, okay. And he zips off and he goes over and start, starts talking. Oh. Bobby starts giving Susie a bowling lesson. Fuck you know, yeah, he's just he over here. He's like, Hey, you know, you want to, you want to learn how to get some strikes and that. So he's doing this kind of stuff. Now, just so we're clear, Bobby has sent Mike on a wild goose chase. Mike, you know, it's a busy night. Yeah. So he's over there tr- for a couple of minutes trying to get the guy at the shoe rental place's attention. And he's like, hey, is there a problem with my lane or whatever? And, you know, there's some confusion. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, don't, I didn't call you over here. Oh, no. Now Mike realizes what the fuck happened. And he's pissed. Oh. And rightfully so. He sees drunk, bold, Turns back over, Bobby. yes. He sees Bobby that is giving his date a bowling lesson. Fuck yeah. And he's understandably pissed. Now, it's important to note, although this is funny, Bobby is very much so the villain of this story, (laughs) right? So we don't want to condone this kind of behavior, but it is funny. Oh, like a dick. (laughs) Mike storms over and he kind of pushes Bobby away from Susie and says, hey, man, what the fuck? And then he goes right to, what's your name and rank? What's your name and rank? I'm going to get you in trouble with your command. Now, these guys are close to the same age. They're lower enlisted cats. So it's, look, man- 
it's not the right thing for Bobby to be doing, but it's kind of a bitch move. Oh yeah. When you're you're wanting to solve things with getting people's command involved when you're at the NCO club and sure. somebody pulled a fast one on you and stuff like that. There's a million better ways to handle this kind of a situation. Like fist fighting. <laughs> well, it kind of comes close to that. So Bobby tells Mike, he's like, hey man, look, I was just having some fun. I'm leave, but you don't need to shove me. So fucking Mike is again like, what's your name and rank? And kind of shoves him again. Well, immediately Bobby just throat chops fucking Mike. <laughs> what the fuck? And and then the guy that's over at the, the shoe rental place, he's like, oh my God, call the MPs, right? Oh, no. So now Bobby's friends are starting to kind of come over there and be like, hey man, you need to fucking step off. Like we're on somebody else's turf here. And throat you started a huge fucking problem throat chopping. You're like doing all this shit. <laughs> you know, like we got to go. We got to go. You're not licensed to give bowling lessons. So... <laughs> So the MPs get called and Bobby's friends are over there saying, look, you've got two minutes max to get your ass the fuck out of here. Otherwise, you're like you're busted. It, it, you instigated this whole fucking <laughs> thing. Like this? this is this is your fault. So Bobby just sneaks off to the dance floor and he's fucking just power jamming and mega mixing. He's fucking <laughs> dancing his ass off. Fuck yeah. In come the MPs right by Bobby. Bobby made his way. He's in the middle of a group of people just dancing his fucking ass off, right? And so they go over and they make contact with the the, the bowling alley attendant who called him. He's like, hey, what's going on? He's like, ah, the two, two guys over there were fighting. So he sees Mike over there all pissed off. So the MPs approach Mike and they're trying to get the story. Of course, Susie is kind of less than impressed with Mike. We can tell like yeah. Bobby kind of fucked up his date and now she's kind of like over him mm -hmm. in, a, in a way. So he's over there. He's trying to make a statement. And <laughs> with his sweet ass dance moves. With, and then Bobby's still out hiding on the dance floor, like dancing around and everything like that. His friends are coming up to him saying, listen, man, you got to go now. Like, now is the time. Like, you started this whole fucking thing. And and he goes, hey, man, let me just go over there real quick. I'm going to give her my business card. <laughs> and his friends are like, no, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get the fuck out of here. Like, you, it's time to go yeah, now. Like, like right stop, now. Stop with this. Like, you're going to keep going. Anyway, it turned out to be a fairly good night. But Bobby is very much the villain of this story. Oh, he instigated sure. all of this. And I don't think it, uh, if, if I'm understanding the story correctly, it did not end in anybody getting arrested Good. or anybody's command getting involved. Good. It ended up kind of de-escalating with this stuff. But Bobby just didn't know exactly when to quit and we leave well enough alone. Bobby's the kind of guy I want to hang out with. <laughs> Bobby, if you're out there, contact <laughs> me. Funny. We'll go out for but, drinks. Oh my God. Stay what the, the fuck, fuck? Away from my wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stay away from everybody's wife yeah. and girlfriend. Hide your kids. Hide, hide your, your wife. wife. So, dude, check out this next story. All right. So, military has a diversity of expertise, race. Sure. Even body type. Absolutely. Right? Some people are very physically fit and impressive, and some people not so much. Yeah, some people um, look like Play-Doh stuffed in chicken skin. Exactly. <laughs> That's a great way to put it, I guess. So there was a young sergeant who came home from deployment, and he gained a lot of weight rapidly. Now, it's important to point out that this can be an indicator of some bigger problems sure. and things like this. But he comes back from a little bit of leave absolutely fails a PT test. Like I'm talking about like if, if the scores went from like one to 100, he got like a two. Oh, God. It was, it was bottom That's of the barrel. Bad. Embarrassing. Yeah. Right. 
So, that's, and that's not just embarrassing for yourself, but your leadership chain too. Yes. It's hard to explain like, hey man, we, everybody can let themselves go. Sure. Everybody's in need of a little bit of a wake up call, but this is a problem. Right. Right. So luckily he had some pretty good senior leadership and he had some very you know, physically fit people that worked along with him that were in his peer group. So as a good senior leader, he identified some guys that worked with him that were, you know, physically fit and says, hey man, yeah. Let's get this guy up to speed. Yeah. So the one guy that was kind of uh, pinpointed as the leader for getting uh, this cat back on track, he says, all right, we need to start with a baseline. So we need to get your height. We need to get your weight. We already have kind of a, a diagnostic with this physical fitness test. So we we kind of know what you can do for push-ups, sit-ups, whatever. Which is zero. Which is, yeah, nothing. <laughs> so like we got to build up from that. So takes him in says, let's step up on the scale. Now, it's important to point out this guy's about 5'5", five, five, and he weighed in at a good 265 pounds. No good guy. No lie. And this guy was not a lot of muscle, right? <laughs> not a good 265? <laughs> no. It's not like this guy was a power lifter or anything like that. He was just... Like a trash bag filled with yogurt? <laughs> <laughs> You're full of them today, man. I love it. Yeah, he was not in good shape. So... <laughs> Obviously, this guy had been in a little bit of a denial, as everybody can be yeah. at some point in their time, especially when they let themselves go a little bit. A lot of times you're just putting it off like, ah, it's, it's not that bad. I'll get it right back. It's no big deal. So he faces the scale, sees that he's really overweight, and you can see he's tearing up a little bit. He steps off the scale, sits down on a bench, kind of lets his head fall in his palms of his hand, and then just lets out, I'm almost as fat as my wife. <laughs> what the Exactly. Now, would you say that there is anything in any kind of leadership school in the military or anywhere else that prepares you for that statement? No. Because it's funny. Yeah. But it's also sad at the it's same so time. Sad. And you have to take you have to take things seriously. And there's nothing that prepares you for that. And there's no comeback. No. Other than to say, well, hey, man, we're going to work with you <laughs> and we're going to we're going to get you back on track. Yeah. You know, but. I'm almost as fat as my wife. That's got to go on a t-shirt. Oh, that would be a good t- I'm almost as fat as my wife t-shirt. I wonder if you could, yeah, that that would be, Just I don't statement. think it would be very popular. Uh, I don't know. I'd rock with, that shirt. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Bro, that was awesome. That was good. Thanks for checking out the Camo Comedy Show podcast. If you like what we're doing here and you want to participate in this community, there are many different ways that you can contribute. First and foremost, tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth advertising is very powerful, and we really appreciate you for helping us out. If you have any funny military stories of your own or know somebody who does, with their permission, of course, you can contribute those stories via email at stories at camocomedy.com. That's stories, S-T-O-R-I-E-S, at C-A-M-M-O-C-O-M-E-D-Y dot com. Or if you're not too good at the internets, drop us a voicemail at area code 531-222-6146. That's area code 531-222-6146. Four, six. That's right. We're giving away our phone number. We want funny military stories from all eras. So if you're not from a generation that's heavily online, we don't want there to be a barrier for participation. We have a lot of big plans for this show and building this community to support veterans. We will announce here soon. So stay tuned. All right. I'm going to go have a nice spicy bowl of chili. Later. <laughs>